0: business at last reach started smoother than we could have hoped for now there's a reason other than its isolation that that island were chosen to be the city's jail layers of use layers of brick and wall a paranoia all atop each other we expected a fight the moment we stepped on the shore maybe before the Nim shifts had got a wind of what we were doing and sent their ships to block us There weren't there, though. When we arrived, the whole place was stone quiet. The walls were abandoned. We could hear only the waves, the birds, and the groans of wood as our boats crashed into the shore. And that were our first sign that something was wrong. And the next were the banners that hung from the walls. There weren't the banners of the nymph shifts, ...of a sun-spare surrounded by coral... ...nor were the banners of the city proper... ...of a sun cast in labyrinthine lines. Instead, what greeted us were whirlpools... ...blue and green... ...shaped to look somewhat like a crown. The banners of the Nim Calads. In the wake of the death and likely assassination... ...of Harnell Nim Kalad, their head... ...the remnants of that long, proud house descendants of Alamire's royalty were reduced to hiding away the very fringes of the city. I imagine in their heads they were biding time collecting their forces ready at a moment to fight back against the upstart Nimshifts. In truth though, they were kidding themselves their line would soon be done. Welcome to these Flimsy Rituals, an actual play podcast focused on telling small stories in big worlds. Joining me today is Steve Martin. Hey, that's me. Hello, I'm Steve, and I'm on Twitter, if you'd like, at purple underscore Steve. And Friend Henderson.
1: Hello, that one's me. I'm Thryn. you can find me on Twitter at Therin.
0: And the me that I am is Adam. You can find me on Twitter at Ed T Dixon, you can find the show on Twitter at FlimsyRituals, and you can find all that we do at flimsyrituals.com. You can also go and give us a little bit of money each month on our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash these flimsy rituals. Is that right, Fryn? Let
1: me check. It might just be Flimsyrituals. Oh no, it is these Flimsy Rituals, you were right.
0: Well, if someone wants to undercut our Patreon model you could probably go patreon.com slash flimsy rituals and you know (laughs) siphon off some of our supporters either way is there anything else i need to say we are continuing our game of late in the dark today and as always all of the music featured in this season is from satin by kai engel i didn't mention the discord do you want to tell us about the discord steve yeah
2: um you can also come hang out with us and our community on the discord uh, which uh, there's a link on the twitter
0: i believe and the website i think yeah
2: and the website and it's very good and very wholesome and there are uh, lots of nice people there yeah okay so what are we doing today crime
1: We yeah a big crime actually quite a big and quite a
2: large crime today yeah breaking into slash out of well into then out of a prison
1: i mean hopefully just into and then walking out of that would be great
0: yeah, I
2: suppose, yeah. You don't need to break if
0: you've already done the breaking, I suppose. Yeah. If you control the prison <laughs> and it's now yours and no longer a prison, I guess you don't need to break out.
1: That's, that's the goal.
0: Okay, so. Last time out, I think we saw the initial parts of your score to take over Last Reach Jail, which, as a reminder, is built on a small island far down the Trill. Is kind of like isolated, surrounded by roiling water. And the jail itself is like an old palace that has been converted into a jail and is built into like the crags and cliffs of this sort of mountainous, small island. And last time we saw you arrive here, we saw you storm past the first gate, only to find that that initial wall, that initial barricade, the outer barricade of... The jail had already been taken, and it had been taken by two ministers. As a reminder, the ministers are the council's operatives. They are given their own funding and troops to basically keep the peace of embrace. And I think you'd run into one before. You'd run into Silaset Nim Kalad when you had blackmailed them and like broken into their estate. And then this time it was two different ministers you, you met the ministers Kruna and Kruna's second Vinceya sinalo who had already taken the wall for you it, it seems that that hadn't been bloodless but they had managed to take it themselves and they kind of met you on the wall and had apparently been following you for a little while had seen your work in the cut and had decided to throw their lot in with the revolution I think one of the things that Ash knew was that Kruno was a former jackal who had been kicked out because because they didn't necessarily like the way that the great families and things like that worked or, or like the leadership of the jackals
2: am, am i am I correct in understanding that it was less of a less of them getting kicked out and more that say so were encouraged to retire sort of thing
1: got a bit too successful for a person not from the great families
0: Hmm. a little successful a little probably didn't like how the jackals were run
2: but say we're sort of promoted out of the jackals rather than booted out sort of thing
0: basically yeah it was very much a you should leave now also here's a job for you so you don't complain Mm -hmm. i wonder whether a part of it is also Knowing what we know about the jackals now and knowing what we know about the fact that Karnim Daker is still around, I wonder whether, say, he found out about that as well. Whether that or, like, Oaken's status was the tipping point, Either would be very funny. I'm sure we'll find out, play to find out what happens, right? What
2: happened, in this case. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that's not useful.
0: All right. <laughs> <laughs> play to find out what the fuck we're doing here. Let's go! Okay. <laughs> so the situation now is i think a large cluster of you gather in this large courtyard at the base of this small hill or mountain ahead of you between two rising peaks you can see the building the prison guard and the nimkalad forces seem to have taken it's like a small building with the walls stretching from one kind of crag to another and append in between forested and green mountainsides. I think most of you cluster around in this space out of the range of the sharp-toothed ballista and the guns of the, the guards there. I think as you've been waiting, you've seen the armaments that they have. You've seen that there definitely seems to be a number of they look like Nymclad soldiers in that space. It seems well fortified better fortified than you were expecting in many ways you're expecting a bunch of prison guards was this as you look at their their symbols and their the shields these are the hellebor guard who are wearing lilac robes and on their shields is a hellebore and I think the flags on the wall are a mix between the NiIMkolad flags and the the flags of the Hellebor guard for whatever reason there seems to be more defenses here than you're expecting.
1: Well that's that's not great.
0: I think as you stand there, there's there's probably like a small council forming in a way. A few of you stood around trying to work out what the next steps are. There is the pair of you, there's probably Nilcat, there's probably these two ministers, there's probably who else is there?
1: Uh Asterwist?
0: Asterwist is a good one, yep.
1: Was with us. Um, Crick, I remember sending up onto the roof. I don't know whether they came back or not.
2: Are those big machines, are they like siege weapons or something? It seems a bit excessive for guarding a prison, right? Well, under normal
1: circumstances, it probably would be, yeah, but we have brought 400 people to their door, so... I don't know, maybe.
2: Did they know we were coming, or what? Where the fuck did they get those?
0: Right?
1: All fascinating questions, but maybe not pertinent to us living.
0: I think Aster looks around and is looking a little edgy, like I imagine some other people in the crowd are, and like looks at you and goes, "Don't matter what you what they got, we've got the element. A surprise. We should just go at them."
1: Oh, I and numbers and all, and in fairness, the fire and the fury to back it. But and I think Ezra looks consideringly at Ash and is like. But I wouldn't mind having some of us on the inside either. You know, before everything kicks off.
2: Ah, uh, yep. I think I know what you mean. I'll. I'll go have a look. Um.
1: Not by yourself, you won't.
2: It'll take a lot longer if I try and find a big enough gap. I can just go have a look on my own.
1: Ashpinder, do you think we brought all these bloody nappers for no reason?
2: Uh, yeah, but they're. Alright, I'll do it slowly.
1: Thank you for that concession. Hmm. <laughs> See you in a bit.
0: In a bit. I think as you're stood there talking, um, there's a little bit of a commotion further down the courtyard. I imagine this wall and courtyard, although the majority of the prison is behind the place that the guards are defending, there's probably like a few buildings and outhouses where they keep some of the... Safer prisoners, or like what they deem to be safer, like the ones that are less likely to run away, or the ones that can pay them a little bit of money to live in a little bit more comfort. Those sort of prisoners. Um and I think some of the people who have gotten a bit bored of waiting to see what's happening next have kind of started to let people out of those places. And I think the reason there's a commotion is because walking now across the courtyard is someone that we've not seen since like the second score? Um not you dare. Is a character called Status Raglan. No. <laughs> who, as a reminder... Um, no. Status Raglan... <laughs> Ezra met in the voting score. Uh, Status Raglan has a square, handsome face uh, with a hair and neckline of luminous frills and was then wearing a simple cut suit and I think still somehow is. Like, still seems fairly well tailored. And he's just, like, striding across the courtyard towards you. I imagine some people... He was, like, fairly well-known, and I think he took the credit for letting the vote happen, even though it took Ezra punching him in the face to let everyone vote.
1: I actually smashed his face into a desk one, two, True. or possibly yep. three times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, like, he walks across the courtyard. I think some people probably, like, there's probably a mix of some people hissing behind his back, and other people like be like, status, he'll let us all vote. You know, like, that. there's a obvious mix here between reactions, and, like, he walks up straight to the group that you're conferring. And Polly, like, looks at you first, Ezra and Nilkat. It's like, oh, Ezra Graft, I'm happy to meet again in much, well, in different circumstances. And holds out, like, a big hand to shake your hand.
1: Just gonna look at it.
0: He tucks it away as if, like, it's no issue that you're not shaking it. Well, I don't blame you for what you did last time, you know? Sometimes you've got to take the direct approach. And I think I would have done the same thing if I was in your stead. I was just playing my role. You know, we're all tools of the state. Speak for yourself, mate. But today I mean to be a tool of the right state. I've heard about this new council that has formed through, I believe it's largely your endeavour, isn't it, Nilcat? And your friend's? Ezra, who's this tool?
1: Well, he is certainly a tool. Either. He is not wrong there. Stairs Raglan, to what do we owe this pleasure? We are quite busy. You might have noticed.
0: Status casts his eyes around and like looks at the gates and goes, "Yes, uh, I've noticed." And he like starts to like like roll back his sleeves. I think and like rubs his hands together and is like, well, I bet you weren't expecting this, but seems I'm going to have to be the one to tell you that Strau Nimklad is on this island. Okay. And the thing you know is that Strau Nimklad is, I think, now the head of the House Kallad. Oh, come on.
1: Ezra... Is screaming internally but refuses to make even a single facial expression in front of status raglan <laughs> It's just like mm-hmm.
0: Nilkat's plays head in his hand and he's just like oh, fuck.
1: Fuck. fuck. <laughs> Kick Nilcat in the ankle.
2: <laughs> I mean, that could be good, right? Like we could we could, you know, get ransom or something.
0: They have to listen to us if we've got a, a heads of one of the families, right? Status Raglan claps you on the back. it's like, "I like how this person thinks."
1: Ezra eyes the increasingly bored and rowdy crowd gathered between the shoreline and here, and is like, mm, "Might, might not be a, might not be a possible outcome, depending on the mood."
0: Oh, um, I see what you're saying, but I trust the pair of you can keep your, your lot in check. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, Ezra, you've got some experience in keeping keeping folks in check, right?
1: Ash, do you not have places to be?
2: <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm having plenty of fun here, actually. Did I
1: not specifically give you a place to be, in fact?
2: Yeah, all right, okay.
1: Goodbye, Ash.
2: All right. <laughs> Ash just kind of takes two steps away and just turns around and keeps <laughs> listening.
0: <laughs> I think Nilkat has turned to, to Status and is, like, asking him, like, why the fuck Strau is here? And I think you get like a few different answers and a few different pieces of information from status. Strau Nimklad is here because the Nimcolads are one of the great families that have been displaced by the Nimshifts and the Nimcolads have run this jail and this is probably the best fortifications that they have to retreat to. So they've retreated here as a way not to get knifed by the Nimshifts, I guess.
1: I think Ezra kind of puts her hand on Nilcat's shoulder to pull him a bit further away from status. Mm. Look, it doesn't matter whether they are here or not because we do not get another shot at this, Nils. We've got this one, so we'll make it work. Calm calm down. How do we make it work?
0: Give me a minute. Let me think.
1: It's just oh, We all just stand around awkwardly <laughs> <all completely, like, laughs> looking
0: at our feet. <laughs> was, um,
2: you said that uh, status was one of uh, like a group of sort of the, the outer prisoners, right? Mm, yeah. Um, I don't suppose there's any chance that Ash's, uh, Ash's mum is there at all.
0: I think Ash's mum would be part of the general population, because okay. I think this is basically anyone who is rich enough
2: Oh, it's like the VIP room, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, anyone who's rich enough to go to prison and be like, okay, I'm going to pay you some money. <laughs> yeah. Could you put me in that nice suite with a view of the garden, please? <laughs>
2: it's, it, it's got its own tennis court and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: okay. Imagine if Status Ragland had known you were coming, he'd have gotten himself thrown into the general suite, but oh he God. didn't, so.
2: Oh, <laughs> of course he would. <laughs> yeah, the worst. All right. Who's uh, Crick's second...
1: Jossa, is it?
2: Jossa, yeah. Mm. What were the pronouns? She, her, I think. She, her. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Um, I'm probably going to go find her. Okay. Because she's sort of quite small like me. Uh, yeah. And getting into the car is hard, and finding space is big enough for larger people. Like, I don't want to try and find a space for cricket. It'll take me twice as long.
1: I mean, I think before you decide on how you're going about doing this, one of the things that's kind of in my head is the idea of like having this backup plan of if what's outside isn't enough the nappers are kind of here to go and release the general population before we've got into the prison
0: mm. so like they go in and create chaos inside
1: yeah to sort of go in release everyone and incite a riot
0: yeah
2: i think getting through the cut finding a uh, sort of a, a, a good way to get multiple people into the car is probably going to require journey in there first find a decent entrance exit and uh, So I'm gonna take Joss. The nappers can just go over the walls. <laughs> True. Yeah, they
0: got, they got gliders. Um,
2: well, you you reckon just send people over the walls? They're just gonna get shot to shot to hell, aren't they?
0: I mean, I can draw you a quick map if it helps, because um, I, I imagine they could probably skirt around the mountain and then come kind of hidden. Uh, okay. Okey doke. This is like a fort that kind of goes across. Okay. So so flying, yeah. Okay. But equally, if you want to do cut stuff, we should do cut stuff as well.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. If you want to do cut stuff, absolutely go for it. But I think bear in mind that the nappers can also be going in at the same time. It's not necessarily just Ash and, and Jossa. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's
2: cool. Okay, cool. Um If 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 we send them over the top and me and Jossa go in through the cut, and then we can be opening like hopefully with any luck, assuming time doesn't go weird, we can be like opening doors and causing chaos while they're trying to while they're landing as well. Mm. That's a good idea. And setting fires, uh, just as an example of things that we could do, you know. Not...
0: Did we say that the uh, Bismuth bands had joined the revolution?
1: Uh, possibly. Yeah, I think some of them did. Maybe let's say yes.
0: I'm pretty sure they did. I think when like the soldiers joined, it yeah. ended up being the Bismuth bands. So if you want any Bismuth bands who are, you know, cut masters, mm. you're more than welcome to do that. Have,
2: ha- having them kind of try and work a work a, a, a more solid. Uh, entrance mm. while we just do the slipping in thing.
0: That's a good idea. Tunneling.
1: What was the name of the the lad we met with
0: Roan? Uh, Steed Quarry.
1: Steed Quarry. Yeah, he was a business <laughs> band, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So so I imagine there's like Steed Quarry is probably doing like the cut equivalent of sapping, right? Yeah of, yeah, yeah. of like following you and trying to create like more stable routes in and out so you can get under the walls. You are probably going through the cut with Jossa, and then the rest of the gliders are probably like coming in over the walls or over the mountainside. So that makes sense to me. Um Okay. I think as you're making this plan, Nilcat probably stops thinking and <laughs> like turns around to you all and's like, Okay, if there was a lot of doing that, is what I think we do. I think we just need to keep these guards occupied.
1: Needed a full minute for that, did you, Sunlight?
0: I think what we do is maybe you can, you know, chip in here status, but I imagine most of the people in there, if they're not clad guards, they're going to be the prison guards who aren't going to be much happy about facing a siege. Not what they're signed up for. I think we just try talking to them. We negotiate. We keep those negotiations going and we just keep them distracted.
1: I think Ezra is maybe eyeing their siege weaponry while Milkart says this, <laughs> and it's like, how distracted do you reckon you could keep him?"
0: Oh. <laughs> well, I guess between me and Status, you got two of the finest orators in Embrace, maybe. I don't know, we we can both bullshit at least. Kroona, you you got any more songs? A peaceful one, maybe.
2: Wait, are you saying that... You're going to keep them distracted by sing- singing "Kumbaya."
1: Kumbaya, canonically a song that exists in the face.
2: <laughs> it is now, yeah.
1: <laughs> it is now. I don't care how you do it.
0: No, I'm going to go try and negotiate. Just, just you know, in case, in case we need to, in case that first approach fails, I'm going to try and get them to stand down. You know, some of those inside. I bet they've got the ears of our course. Got an ear to our cause? I don't know. Whatever. There's a phrase in there, anyway.
1: You sure you're up for this, love?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm blown away. I'm, I'm convinced already. Yeah. I'm very tired. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm con- considering turning coat just, just listening to you.
1: sort of just looking apologetically, I should be like, "He don't do great. We early starts. Look, he'll warm up to it. Give him, give him a minute."
2: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. Um good luck.
0: No cat cracks his fingers and starts to walk towards the walls and like when he gets in like a decent shouting range, just shouts Alright hey up love.
1: <laughs> nah then <laughs> yeah, Nothing, nah, just... lads
0: Right I reckon we got a problem here. And yeah, I think, I think we cut there as he starts to, starts to talk to the, to the group.
2: <laughs> Good stuff. Um, Thrin, I want to know what your plan is with those blisters, because...
1: Dunno, figure it out when I get there.
2: Mm. What are you going to do? You're going to climb the wall? Maybe. <laughs> are you sure you don't want to come through the car?
1: Or I'm going to get quick to
2: give mm. me a lift. <laughs> oh my God. Well, go, go for it.
1: Yeah, I can't, I can't think of another way to get up there. And Ash is the messenger who's going to go back and tell the, the nappers to go ahead and do the inside plan. So I could always tag her, also tell Crick to get his ass down here on the end of that.
0: Are you joining the nappers as they fly in?
1: I am not delighted about it, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: yes. Okay. Maybe.
0: Amazing.
1: <laughs> I'm not feeling hugely confident on leaving Nilcat to do this convincing the masses by himself. He's clearly not woken up yet. But...
0: <laughs> I think by the time you leave he's probably in like some stirring speech of camaraderie.
1: He's got into his full flow.
0: He's probably he's probably telling some, you know, how he used to work in the factories and he was friends with one of the bosses, but then he realized the day he got fired he could never be friends with the bosses.
1: No war but class war.
0: <laughs> do you leave when Nilcat no is talking or do you like leave a bit of time before you go in?
1: Leave a bit of time, I think. Both mm. to see how well Nilka is keeping the soldiers and our own comrades' attention. Like, to check no one's getting antsy.
0: Yeah. I think Nilka talks for, like, a good 15 minutes, maybe. Mostly talking bullshit. Excellent. Because I think he's not necessarily going out and just being like, hey, you you should mutiny, because, you know those the captains and stuff are still there like he's just trying Mm -hmm. to be a comrade right he's trying to remind the people that Mm -hmm. everyone is from embrace and like so a little bit doubt in their mind
1: oh a bit like no one has to get hurt here you know we're all we're all cut from the same cloth no need to come to blows we can all be friends
0: yeah and like hey listen we we probably have the overwhelming numbers here this isn't going to go well for you in like, what's what the point?
1: The thing is, we don't want to hurt you. Yeah. We respect you as our fellow human beings. And I think,
0: to some degree, he is talking as much to his own people as well. Like, he's he's telling stories and weaving a narrative to keep everyone else calm. And I think after a little while, he probably stops and he probably turns back and he turns to Kruna and is like, you mind playing a song? <laughs> keep Just keep everyone occupied for a little bit. Take the minds off stuff. And Kruna probably plays a song, and I think Say look fairly happy to have been invited to do this, to some degree.
1: This is a moment.
0: Uh, and now our main act. Uh- <laughs> I was going to say, I think it's just to keep everyone calm. Like, it's just to keep a pause on everything at the minute.
1: Yeah. While Kruna is playing a song, maybe Ezra kind of goes and, like, claps nilkat around the top of his arms to be like, all right, that's enough, thanks. Um... And sort of they have this hushed conversation of like, all right, when he's done noodling around, tell them they've got, I don't know, 30 minutes to, to decide. Does that is that long enough, 30 minutes? 30 minutes until we'll take action. Use that 30 minutes to check on everyone we've got. Make sure no one's getting rowdy. And then they look a bit like unconvinced with themselves and are like, that'll probably be enough for us, right? Either way. will yeah, have to do. Yeah, I don't reckon we can ask for anything more, so... I'll
0: send I'll send Status up next. Status might be able to get him to stand down, at least some of them, I don't know. We'll keep him busy. Are you going to be all right?
1: I've got no idea. But do you know what? The thought of breaking Status's nose again once we're done might carry me through.
0: If I don't beat you to it. I think he, like, reaches out to, like... Very tentatively, like, goes to, like, touch you on the cheek and then, like, thinks again and, like, touches you on the shoulder. And is like, are you sure you're going to be all right? Are you okay doing this?
1: <laughs> I'm not happy about it, no. But we take these lot in, it's one way or another there'll be blood. I'd rather have less. Me too. Anyway, if you hear me all are in, please come and save me.
0: If any of these lot any all are any in from in there, I think they're going to rush the place, so please don't. All
1: right, fine, I'll just die.
0: <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> no kept put both, putting both hands on his hips. So That's not what I meant. Please, just look after yourself.
1: No, I know what you meant. I'll see you in half an hour, yeah?
0: Hopefully. i got a bad feeling about how this is going to go, you know.
1: Right. Well, that fills me with confidence.
0: I'm just saying, um, as always, I'm counting on you, Ezra.
1: I think it's quite hard to tell when Ezra blushes, but (laughs) you can now. Right, I'll um, I'll be off then.
0: See you in a bit. Come back in one piece.
1: Right, shall we start a prison riot? Yeah.
0: Um.
2: So Ash is kind of like, as they're, they're sort of moving as close to the wall as, as possible, uh, he and Jossa, he's kind of like dancing out in front of her and sort of going, right, so the thing about the cut is, right, there's, there's like gaps into it from all over the place. And like, there's, there's a load of them that are sort of known and that, that people kind of use as, as main entrances. But if you can go to the right place, and there's usually like special conditions and just properly nerding out about all this, this cut stuff. And it, it sort of like looks up at, the, at this rock, And sort of goes, um, I'm pretty sure, uh, and just kind of shifts his body and just disappears and then reappears a couple of seconds later. like, yeah, this is it. Okay. Right. So if you stand here and you just sort of think about, think about home, like it's, it's, it's weird and sort of turn left. Right. Um, and I, I should probably make a roll for this really.
0: Hmm. I mean I I don't know if it's a role for this bit or like a role for seeing where you end up.
2: Just for, 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 for yeah, for the whole the whole process, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um
2: a tune kind of makes sense. That's what I've been using for the cut stuff so far.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
2: All right. Um what does the devil's bargain look like?
0: Um you get through to the other side, but Jossa doesn't arrive with you. Oh shit. Um mm, that's that's mean. Mm-hmm.
1: As opposed to all of those really nice devil's bargains we get all the time.
0: And the reason that's in my head is because part of this is thinking about home. And that isn't always nice for some people. I don't think it's gonna be good for Jossa. Oh wow. Okay.
2: Um No, I'm not gonna take that. I I'm just gonna roll yeah.
0: just gonna roll my one
2: dice and see how this goes. And I don't really wanna push myself because that will just that's a that's a lot. So one dice.
0: Um position, etc. Uh I think this is risky at the minute. It's like risky standard.
2: <laughs> I rolled a one.
0: Cool. Woof. Cool. So things go badly, you suffer harm, a complication occurs, you end up in desperate position, you lose this opportunity. <laughs> Sweet. What does this bit of the cut look like? What does the tunnel that you take Josser down look like?
2: I reckon sort of the the like emotional resonance of the area that it links to affects the cut to to a certain extent
0: yeah and i like the other note that's in my mind is that because it's at the very edges of like the territory of embrace it's probably like the bits of the cut that starts to bleed most into like whatever spirit stuff exists Ooh. I don't want to say, like, the cut ends after Embrace, because I don't think it does, and I kind of want to explore whether that's true or not, probably through tidying and other stuff, but, like, it probably gets different, or it probably gets thinner or frayed in some way.
2: I reckon it's super claustrophobic here. I, I reckon, like, it's very oppressive, and it's, it's more rock than bismuth. Okay, yeah. Because, like, this is just, like, a, a huge great rock in the middle of the river so i think yeah it's like really tight tunnels that you really have to kind of squeeze into
0: i think you and jossa managed to work your way through these tunnels they're very thin it, it, it's like caving in a lot of ways of just like squeezing through gaps and it gets it probably gets thinner and thinner as you go until like you have to crawl through sections but i think eventually you find a way out what what is the thing you find that is the doorway here what is the action you need to take
2: um i think you know what i reckon there's like an actual iron gate like a prison gate just Mm. set into the wall okay um and i think like i have to spend some time kind of picking the lock on it in order to just open this door into the rock that we can then step into
0: okay the door opens I get, like, this image of, like, you falling outwards but upwards. It's like you've been pushed upwards and then, like, land on your feet, and it's solid beneath you. And I think you are going to arrive in a desperate position. And the reason that you've arrived in a desperate position is that you have ended up in the temporary office of Strau Nim Kalad. Oh, fuck. Ha ha ha!
1: ash pinder yes if you don't die in this altercation i will murder you
0: (coughs) cool as you come out you can see two figures you can see strau who is i think fairly young i think has mid-length lank hair probably down to like his shoulders and i think has almost a crown of brambles that go around the top of his head all the way down like his back and arms like just these brambles that interweave between his limbs and he is lent over a table i think he's got a glass with some kind of alcohol in in one hand and his other hand is like resting on the table on some like sheets of paper and maps I think opposite him is a figure who is wearing the lilac robes and buffed bismuth breastplates of the Hellebore Guard called Cloak's Dance. Dance spelled D-A-N-S-E, I think. That's a good name. I don't want
1: to, like, rain on the parade of all previous Embrace characters, but the names in these last two episodes (laughs) have been... Right? 100 out of 10.
0: We did get Oxbow Lake very early, and that was... That was a highlight. Yeah,
1: that's true. Kind of a, we're coming up the other side of that balcony.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I think these are all of the names that I like put down when I was doing my planning that I'm finally getting to use. I think Cloak Stance is fairly tall and muscular. They are fairly intimidating to look at. They have blonde hair that is swept to one side, and I think they have a couple of almost like See enemies like growing along their neck. And I think the moment you come in, it takes them a few moments to realize you're there. And you hear, as you kind of phase into this space, Cloaks Dance asking Strau, What are we going to do? We need to do something. We are going to be overrun if we do not do something. And Strau is replying. This is just a bluff. The Nimshifts want us to panic and surrender, and then the moment they get their hands on us, they will cut our necks. Do not mistake, whatever this group is, as anything other than Nimshift agents. Those squalid revolutionaries couldn't organise anything on this scale.
2: Rude. No, see, this... De- this 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 definitely isn't the, 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 <laughs> yes. the, the central square. I told you we should have turned left. Uh, and you insisted we were going right. Um, Run.
0: But the sound of like swords unsheathing. <laughs> I think Cloakstance reacts supremely quickly. They draw a sword and move to stand between you and the only door out of here. But the only physical door out of here.
2: We, 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 we were just leaving. Sorry, didn't mean to interrupt the, the, the meeting. You've obviously got some, some very important things going on here. Yeah, well, we'll we'll be on our way. Uh have a, have, a, have a lovely day and um
0: what do you do? Um <laughs>
2: Are there any like windows?
0: Uh yeah. I think they are barred windows cuz this Got is a jail. <laughs> also like I think this is I imagine this is like very castle-like in design so everything is very thin.
2: Um Seeing dance, covering the, the only door, Ash just kind of uh, looks around frantically, looks back at Jossa, who I guess shrugs, and leaps over the desk and holds a knife to Strahl's throat and says, We just want to leave. It's all we want. Just stand away from the door and I'll let him go. I mean, make your role to, to get <laughs> Um Could I make a case for a prowl here? Because it's like an ambush with close violence. It's catching people off guard and by surprise. I'm not, I don't want to do violence. Or is this more of like a skirmish or, or like a...
0: I mean, the, the issue is regardless, if you want to take Strau prisoner, you're going to have to do something else first. Like, if you want to have a knife to Strau's throat, you're going to have to get a knife to Strau's throat.
2: Oh, really? Okay.
1: Amazing that this man won't just um... sit there and let you threaten him with a knife.
0: <laughs> like, Strau is maybe a few years older than you and is a noble who has presumably been trained to fight.
2: Mm. Yeah, true, true. Um, Alright, well, this is going to be a skirmish then, which I have zero points in. I can't really see any way around that one.
0: I mean, you could also finesse, I guess, but I think that would be limited. Yeah. It's more
2: the kind of, yeah, getting getting close enough to to, to look threatening to the point where he'd surrender is probably going to be a skirmish, isn't it?
0: I mean, I could also see prowl, but it'd also be limited as well. And I think what limited would mean would be that you managed to get a knife to, to strow, but like your hold would be by no means good cool like it'd be very temporary straw would be able to easily break free if he had the chance uh
2: you know what yeah, i I'll, I'll, I'll do that cuz i think because it's ash he's going to like cartwheel over the table Yeah. in a sort of it's going to be like a very unexpected movement and then suddenly there's a knife there kind of thing it's not necessarily a good hold but <laughs> um all i have to do is just get cloak stance to step away from the door for long enough is the yep, hope. Yeah.
1: Um, Imagine the social embarrassment of being held at knife point by a lad who just cartwheeled
0: at you to get there.
2: Right. Oh. All right. This is desperate. Yeah. Um.
0: Yeah. yeah this is desperately desperate. All right. Desperate. Limited.
2: It's a five.
0: So a five on a desperate as you do it, but as a consequence you suffer severe harm. A serious complication occurs. You have reduced effect. Um. So, so how, do you, how do you take a hold of Strau?
2: I think I've just like grabbed onto the back of his collar, and I'm holding a knife in the vague vicinity of his face.
0: Okay. The moment that you do that, Cloak Stance moves very swiftly across the room towards Jossa, who is pulling out a knife. And before Jossa can pull out a knife, Cloak Stance has grabbed Jossa, pushed her up against the wall, and has their sword up against Jossa's throat. Uh, um, Maybe you can resist stuff as well if you ever want to But
2: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to save it I'm going to roll with the, the punches for the time being
0: I will tick this clock that I've just created to 1 of 6 Which is getting past Stroud and folks dance Let her go, let her go Look,
2: um, let her go and you can have me And I won't, I won't, I won't kill him
0: Because cause I will, I'll kill him Drop your weapon You first, let her go Drop your weapon, or I will kill her. And you know that Cloak Stance is not lying, and Cloak Stance is not going to play this game. Yeah,
2: it's going really well, Ash. It's going, it's, it's fine. Everything's fine. Um. Uh, 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 oh, okay. Uh, sure. Um. Um. And he just kind of carefully puts the knife down on the on the desk and takes a step back and goes, "I." I, I wouldn't have hurt you, honest. Sorry about the, the knife thing. It was. Um, and sort of puts his hands up and backs, backs up to the wall.
0: I genuinely don't know what Cloak Stance does here. Because there is the possibility that Cloak Stance is an absolute villain.
2: So my my main objective is to get Josser out.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: I'm trying to draw, draw Cloak Stance away and to, to get them to come over and arrest me.
0: Yeah. Um, do you know what this is i think um i was trying to like create a situation you can react to and i think what happens is strannum glad picks up the dagger that you just put down looks at you smirks then looks at cloak stance and jossa and says kill her ah oof Ezra, shall we cut to you
1: yeah let's let's do it
0: so, you're going in with the gliders, right?
1: I am going in with the nappers, yeah. Mm, okay.
0: <laughs> and what is the plan once you get in? Is it that they're dropping you off somewhere?
1: Um, I think I'll go to wherever we had originally planned for the nappers to go, maybe. Because I'm imagining we were going to have the nappers maybe land just in the main courtyard and then split up to go release people from various buildings. Yeah, yeah. Are there just like steps up from the wall, from the this main courtyard up the wall? I imagined
0: there would be. Yeah, but. I think so. Yeah, like I think the wall is kind of built into a building, but I think there would also be stairs up that aren't attached to a building as well. I think there there are probably multiple ways mm-hmm. to get to it.
1: Yeah, then I'll I'll go to the the designated drop off point we've pre agreed with the nappers. I don't want to throw them out of balance because we have a tight turnaround on this. I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: The best part about this is I don't know whether we brought a spare glider or if Crick is going to have to carry me over.
0: I think I just love the image of Crick having to carry you. I think that's more fun. It's just very funny, yeah. isn't it? I also love the image as of, as you're flying, Crick ribbing you. like, What was that between you and Nilka, eh? What was that? That was some of the worst flirting I've ever seen, if that's what you want to call it.
1: Well, it's a tense situation, Crick. I'm doing my best. I just... I can't believe I'm being ribbed about flirting by a crick. I own exactly one leather jacket and I wear it on every date rise.
0: <laughs> At least my dates end in something, you know.
1: Well, yeah, so you see, I've yet to see any proof of it. Are we we date it.
0: You want me to drop you?
1: I would rather you drop me than continue this conversation.
0: If this whole situation weren't so critical, you'd be going for a swim.
1: I hear hanging out with you. I know I tell you that all the time, but I do.
0: You know, more than all else, I'm happy to hear you say that. (laughs) At least we're not friends now. (laughs) Um, this sounds like you are directing a cohort. Um, so let me, yeah, let me find the rulebook. So when you send a cohort to achieve a goal, roll their quality and see how it goes. Or a PC can oversee a manoeuvre by leading group action. Or if you direct them with, co- with orders, you can roll commands. So it's up to you. If you use them normally, they roll their quality. They are tier two, I think. So that would give you two dice. But if you've got like command or anything like that, or if you want to use it as a group action, you could do that instead.
1: Um, I'm happy to to use them as, as a normal use of cohort. Okay. I'm just hitching a ride, really.
0: Yeah, so you roll two dice. Okay. Risky standard again, I think.
1: That is a six. I'm just so carryable. Holy shit.
0: Okay, yeah. (laughs) I think you sweep around the back of the island. It's still still early morning, so it's fairly dark. And I think the neppers are good at staying low and close to the contours of the ground itself. And one by one, they land silently. In the courtyard. It seems that once you get to the courtyard, there doesn't seem to be much presence of either the prison wardens or prison guards or the Helleborg guard. It seems that most, if not all, of their forces are concentrated on the walls. I mean, the Nepers land and start spreading between the various buildings of this compound. And as a reminder, I think, in terms of style, I imagine it's like. Yellowing, crumbling walls, probably like a large, fairly nice estate with like big columns and tiles that has crumbled over time and then has been repurposed as a jail. So it's like probably some quite nice, large buildings that have then been converted into a prison and are no longer quite as nice. Is is how I picture this place, and there's probably like a lot of space in the courtyards between them. And you know, a lot of a lot of overgrown weeds and bushes growing between cracks in the pavement and stagnant pools of water and things like that. I think Crick looks at you after you land and is like, What's your plan then? You want me to help break some people out or should I come with you to the wall? Is that where you're going?
1: Yeah, no, I reckon actually if you were, if you come with me, that might be best. I mean for me, not for not for you, but <sighs>
0: And then Crick rise and Ezra graft against the older other lads. Should be fun.
1: Oh, I see. You get your full name and I don't for this. All right.
0: What's your full name? Ezraden. You, you've never told me like Ezra's full name. <laughs> Ezraden.
1: <laughs> no, I like to imagine Crick did that on purpose.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right then, let's go. And, like, I think Crick turns to the rest of them and starts, like, giving orders and stuff like that. And, you know, you see the nepers start to, to head into some of these buildings. Excellent. Do you head towards the walls?
1: Yeah, I think we turn and... It's not quite a power walk. It's not quite a saunter. It's a reluctant but determined walk towards the walls. But after sort of 30 awkward seconds of trying not to think about the extremely stupid thing they're going to do, Ezra turns to fill the silence. Is like... Was it really that bad? Like, did I look really stupid?
0: Remember Ivar? Last year, Festival of Light. Oh no. Weren't that bad, but it were not far off either.
1: I sort of scrubs one hand over their face as they reach these stairs up the wall and it's like, well, on the bright side, maybe this will kill me. <laughs> and then just starts walking up.
0: <laughs> okay, and let's leave Ezra there and go back to Ash, I think.
2: Okay, so here's my plan, and tell me if this is too much or not feasible with the mechanics.
0: Okay. I'm interested to hear it. What I'd like
2: to do is use my um, ghost veil, because I don't use it very often, and it's specifically there for times of stress and needing to just be out of a situation in a hurry. Okay. However, right now the most important person to get out of the situation is actually Jossa. Okay. This is this is the whole reason Ash would, would have preferred to go alone, because he can get out of shit. Getting other people out is harder. I'm wondering if it's possible to use my ghost veil to basically get across the room quicker than uh, Cloak's dance would expect and basically shove jossa into the cut through the door we came in sure
0: so how does ghost veil work so it's um you may shift
2: partially into the ghost field becoming shadowy and insubstantial for a few moments take two stress when you shift plus one extra stress rate each extra feature so we haven't we haven't like formalized exactly how that works but the way i've been sort of imagining it is just bumping through walls or just stepping from one rooftop to another, and that kind of thing.
0: Yeah. It's less like being ghostly and more like you're stepping into the cut, basically, and doing weird yeah. things in it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what this move is for, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, but what I'd like to do is take three stress instead of two and make it last for a few minutes rather than moments. Mm. Also, is Jossa doing anything at this point? Because she's been very sort of passive up till now.
0: I think Jossa had started to draw her knife. Yeah. Like, I imagine when you came in the room, Jossa immediately started to reach for her knife, and it's basically been an instance.
2: Mm, yeah, true.
0: She she probably even got her knife out, and then, like, cloak stance was extremely quick. I think Jossa was a street fighter, not someone trained like cloak stances.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I like the idea of Ash just kind of eyes darting around the room picking up on all of the small kind of folds in the cut and just spinning backwards and coming out of the wall behind jossa Mm. sort of stepping into one wall coming out of the other he just kind of reaches out and the gate that, that the metal gate that they came through is just in his hand and he just slams it against the wall with her behind and it just pushes her into the cut yeah so that's what i'd like to happen
0: yeah, I, I mean, uh, I, I imagine that is spending the stress for each of these features. So you, you send free stress there, and then I guess you're going to have to make some kind of roll. I mean, this could also have been a resistance if you wanted to step back to that point. But oh maybe...
2: shit, no, because there's a resistance. It could go wrong, and mm. I really need to stay in the scene long enough to at least
0: find mum. I mean, resistance doesn't take you out the score. So so. For context, Ash is one stress away from taking a trauma. Failing that doesn't take you out of the score, it only takes you out of a scene. So I think in this context would be like, we'd go back to Ezra for a bit, and then we'd see what Ash is doing.
2: Um, I'm going to make a roll, and then resist, if it, if it gets worse. Okay. If that's okay.
0: Yep. But like, putting the stakes on the table, if you fail this roll, Jossa will, will die.
2: Yeah, that's that's why I want to save the resistance for that. Yeah, I think so.
0: You can't resist that, is the thing. Can I not? You can't resist something that has happened. You can resist something that's going to happen as a result of that. So a resistance can't change a thing that has happened, is the main thing. The weird thing about how resistance works, like the example here in the book is, like if you are fighting someone and they land a blow on you with a sword, you can resist that, but you can't stop them landing a blow with a sword. You can be like... I swing to one side and it grazes my ribs. I can block it with some armor or something like that. So, like, you can definitely resist this person puts a sword through someone's throat, but like, you'd have to give me a very good way of how you would do that, if that makes sense.
2: Um. Yeah. Okay.
0: I think the thing that's important in the fiction here is like this is the point where Cloak Stance's sword is moving towards Joss's neck, and like, I think you could roll and resist, but the resist would be like, I twist her, or like, I twist so that I'm in the way, or something like that, and you would take the hit instead. It'd be quite heavy.
2: Yeah, that sounds good.
0: Yeah. Basically, I'm just trying to work it out in my head as to whether you can resist after. Like, I'd hate for you to roll and then us have this conversation after you roll and be like, can we actually resist this in any way, or is it... Yeah. I didn't want us to end in a position where it's like, you roll and then realise that there's no real good resistance to explain why it doesn't happen, but I think there is
2: okay cool um so yeah i'm still going to spend the three stress to make my cut stuff last longer um the idea is that's going to give me an out once i've got jossa out hopefully or at least jossa into the cut this is probably going to be very bad for her because of the the way out is the the whole thinking of home thing so she's going to struggle with it but that's a a later problem yeah um so what do you think is this going to be like a in a tune or a finesse, I guess, to sort of move across the room that quickly. No, I think I think shoving shoving Josser into the cut is gonna be is gonna be in a tune because it's not instinctive. It's not something that Ash is doing on his own.
0: Yeah, I guess it depends how much you're moving because, I, like, I was trying to work out whether it could also be a prowl as well. But I think it's not necessarily that Ash is moving lots.
2: It doesn't really make sense. Yeah. The, the key thing here is getting, getting Joss into the cut, and I think that is mm. attunement. And I can't push myself, and I can't get help. What does the devil's bargain look like, please, Adam? Sell me your finest bargain.
0: I mean, I think the obvious thing is they know you're planning to come in through the cut. If the Bismuth Bands tunnel into this place using the cut, there will be people waiting for them. Like, they, they know that the cut is the way that you're getting in
2: oh that's really good yeah i'll take that (laughs) yeah let's 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 raise the stakes let's make things a bit more of a a bit a bit more messy
0: okay uh what's that put you on Uh,
2: that'll be a a desperate desperate standard uh yeah with one bonus dice oh fuck (laughs) (laughs) thryn can i have my good rolls back please
1: I am sorry. Oh.
2: Okay. Shit. That's really bad. That's a one or on three. Uh, I would like to resist the consequence y- of Jossa dying, please.
0: Yeah. Um. Cloak Stents pushes her sword into Jossa's neck. How do you resist it?
2: Um. As, so as Ash sort of rolls out of the wall and tries to grab for the the gate, yep. it's it's stuck. So he just spins his body around and just gets in the way. Um, what kind of resistance is this going to be?
0: I think this is prowess. Probably prowess, yeah. Physical strain or injury.
2: I have one stress box remaining. So this is going to hurt. No bonus dice.
0: That's a six. Nice. You take no stress from this. Somehow. I take no stress. I take no stress. <sighs> As a reminder, you could have used armor as well. Oh yeah, I forgot about that.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, so can I use armor as well, actually, to reduce the harm on myself?
0: How how does your armor help you? How does your armor stop the blow? I imagine this is you spinning around and like almost shoving Jossa out of the way. Jossa gets shoved to the floor, because I imagine there's no subtlety about how you're moving.
2: No, absolutely not.
0: And you take the blow.
2: I reckon there's just like some um like shoulder there's like a a fairly solid shoulder and neck guard yeah. on the on the sort of uh jacket that i'm wearing and like as the blow comes in i think ash just kind of shrugs and catches the the blade between the the armored shoulder and the neck
0: okay so i think this would have been level 4 harm so yeah i think you're going to take a level 1 harm because the sword pierces a bit of of the shoulder like Scratches against the armour and, like, cuts a bit in in the gaps. And your shoulder is cut. Which shoulder is it?
2: In my head, it's left.
0: Yeah, I think it suddenly feels warm and you can feel, like, blood dripping down your arm. I think Jossa has scrambled to her feet and is looking round. I think Strau has picked up the knife and has started walking over to a wall... To grab a spirit pistol that is hung there. Strau is also like shouting for guards.
2: Jossa, get out! Go!
0: And I think Ash is gonna try
2: and draw Cloak's Dance and Strau's attention to let Jossa scramble to the thing.
0: Okay. how How is Ash doing that?
2: <laughs> i think on purpose this time. Fire a vial at Strau.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: Yep. So I'm gonna I'm gonna wreck. I'm gonna wreck Stroud. Um
1: Imagine if you'd just gone over the wall with the nappers like I asked you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were implying going through the cut, actually.
0: <laughs> um Desperate. So this
2: is this is a distraction. This is again, the, the aim is to get Josser out.
0: Yeah, and I think this will be desperate standard.
2: Bonus dice no, because everything's gone terribly already. That's a four. More consequences, but uh, God,
0: being being a desperate is always so bad.
2: You're making a lot of desperate rolls. It's though. so bad. However, yeah, I'm getting a lot of XP from this. Yeah.
0: Okay. You do it, but as a consequence You suffer severe harm. A serious complication occurs. You have reduced effect. Are you just throwing this fire potion at Stroud? Did you say?
2: Yep. As as he's reaching for the thing, I just okay. want the wall to explode in flames behind yeah. him or something like that.
0: I think it like lands more or less on him, and like that entire bit erupts in flames. <laughs> um. I think that allows you to tick this clock two more times, which takes it to three of six, which I think is Jossa getting to the door. Oh, thank God. Um, and I think as she runs through the room and as she reaches to the door, she turns around and she sees Cloak Stamps pierce your chest with their sword. Mm. <sighs> um, that is going to be the level three harm bleeding out.
2: Okay, um... Good god, Ash. Level three means you can't do anything without help, right? Yep,
0: yeah, you need help.
2: I guess I'm gonna resist this one as well.
0: Yeah, uh, how is Ash resisting this? I guess it's worth reminding that you've still got Ghost Veil active, but you can still call yes. on that.
2: Yeah, I think, I think that's it. I think, like, as as he tosses it, he just kind of anticipates something about to go wrong and just kind of mm. blinks a bit. So maybe the uh, the wound doesn't quite get him
0: quite so badly. Is it like you folding backwards into the wall? Or... or
2: or even just like taking a step to the left and moving right? Yeah. Um. So what's that going to be? Resolve or prowess? Probably resolve because it's like an attuney thing, isn't it? It's the cut.
0: I think it's still prowess because still, I think this is you. You've already attuned. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So I think this is you like using your movement now that you're within, like half within the cut. Prowess then.
2: It's another six. Nice!
0: <laughs> yep. cool.
2: Oh baby. Um
0: so I think that's gonna drop it to level two, so you're bleeding. Bleeding. Nice, 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 nice. I think mean, this is like a heavy cut across your stomach. What do you do? Um it's,
2: it's just out the bloody door yet.
0: Um let's make a fortune roll, I guess. <laughs> oh. I'm just gonna roll 1d6. Um and I think. You want Jossa to leave, so I think on a 4 plus, she's leaving. On a 1 to 3, she's coming back in. This is too tense. She's leaving. I think she starts to come back in when she sees you get hit, but then realises you're not hit as bad as she thought. Mm -hmm. And she she runs.
2: Okay. The last thing is just going to be smoke bomb and vanish. Just literally phase out of here and appear somewhere else nearby. Up until now, Ash has been been kind of stepping in and out of the same kind of area of the cut. Yeah. I think this is more of a, a just desperate leap in and then out of the cut to just appear somewhere else. Okay. So, what do I want to focus on? The smoke bomb? Make, make a mess of the place? Or do I want to... No, I'm going to tune. But like, putting the distance between him and the room is the, the more important thing.
0: Yeah. I think... So, so you moved away from cloak stance i think cloak stance does a little smile as you dodge and looks ready like almost takes in takes up a pose ready to like attack again i think strau is still smothered in flame
2: good good um ash jumps up backwards onto the desk and just kind of like hops off the back of it and just disappears into the floor okay like he's jumping into a a pothole
1: how big is this wound on Ash's stomach that he's still just kick-flipping around a room?
2: <laughs> it's bad. I've, I've got I've got less dice,
0: minus one dice, and yep. less effect. So this is currently desperate, limited on zero dice.
2: Oh no! You know what? Actually, it's it's bringing up the the roll. I think without any wounds, he would do the hop up onto the desk and then just jump off. But I think as it is, he just kind of launches backwards and slides across the desk like does, does like a seal slide across the desk and just tumbles off the edge uh, head first <laughs> le- leaving like a, a a streak of blood along the along the paperwork
0: oh ash
2: could i take a de- what's the devil's bargain
0: yeah i'm trying to think like what the, what the devil's bargain is um here's an idea
2: what if the time we went into the cut time went weird and this is like an hour this is like All happening as people are landing on the beach.
0: Oh, yep, go for it. That's good.
2: (laughs) I don't. I don't know what that means. I don't know how much of a mess that makes of everything, but it would be funny.
0: I mean, it
1: does mean none of us are inside to help you yet. It will be another thirty-five. That's why it's a devil's bargain. (laughs) Thirty-five minutes to an hour before we're in there. Just
2: (laughs) Just me and me and Joss are doing the Scooby Doo chase around the prison for an hour.
0: Joss are just crying in the corner somewhere. Love it when players choose their own devils. Market. They're the best thing in the game. I yeah. love them. <laughs> no bonus dice. That's
2: a five. Cool. Yeah, consequence. Yeah. Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you do it, but as a consequence, you suffer severe harm. A serious complication occurs. You have reduced effect. So you you said you'd like slid across the table and kind of just end up in, in the cut.
2: Yeah, I, th- I think the idea was to come to sort of go into the cut and then pop back out in in the overworld okay um i still want to be in the prison because i think just escaping to the cut would be too easy
0: okay i think yeah you you shift into the cut and you, you manage to get safely away from cloak Dance and strow first like that's that's the most important thing here but i think what we see is as ash is running through the cut he feels just a force pull at him the entire cut feels like it is unspooling in a weird way. He feels dizzy, uncertain, lost. And it's as if he's been pulled away from the prison. Ah, oh, shit. You might want to resist that, you might not. You might want to see where you end up, but we'll end up somewhere. But first, let's go over to Ezra. So Ezra, you were approaching the main wall, right?
1: Yeah, I think maybe we can cut back into us at the, at the top of this wall. peeking over, seeing what's going on.
0: Are you approaching sort of like from one side, sort of stealthily?
1: No, because you said the courtyard was kind of empty when we landed mm. and we did all land in the middle of the courtyard, so we just walked up to the stairs.
0: Okay, like I think the wall itself has quite a lot of people there.
1: Well, then maybe we went around the edge because I think we did end the last scene with being like, oh, we've got to the stairs now.
0: Okay, yeah. Yeah, I imagine you can probably skirt the hill almost and like yeah get onto the wall that way. I think as you get close, what you do see is that it is dotted with people there's probably some degree of people like shouting to each other and like trying to work out what's going on but I think largely a bunch of people seem to be looking in the courtyard below them where I think status raglan is currently talking would you like to give me a roll to see how that is all going
1: sure why not 1d6 2 that's a I think
0: the tier of the ginnels is (laughs) 3
1: That's a four, a one, and a four. The people are not enjoying status Rylan, <laughs> and who can blame them?
0: I think four is basically, it's keeping people occupied. It might not necessarily be swaying them, if that makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem like a threat.
0: Yeah. I think what happens is, as you take a place on this hill, looking at this wall, probably not far from it, you hear a voice from like one of the bushes, like, as... Ezra, is that you? Crick? Crick? And, uh, like, Jossa appears from her hiding space. She, she's bleeding from a cut on her forehead.
1: All right, Jossa, what, what's going on?
0: Me and Ash were trying to get in. We we appeared in in, in, in Strau's room, but when I got out, you, you lot weren't even here yet. I've been here for an hour, waiting.
1: Ezra looks confused for a second, and then swears and kicks at the dirt, and is like, "Bloody cut! I, to- I told, I told him to just go over the wall. He never, never f- right."
0: Stroud knows where thinks we're
1: I Don't don't matter. Well, I mean it it does, but not in an immediate sense. Look, you get back over. You go get them wounds sorted. Where did you leave Ash?
0: I don't know. It- I barely got out myself and I think I saw him get go get, get back into the cot. I, I hadn't seen him since.
1: All right. Right, you you go you go back. You go get sorted quick. Come on, we um we have to do this a bit faster than I thought.
0: What's the plan? Want me to cause some trouble? Keep some eyes off you?
1: Yeah, actually why not? Yeah, hang on. And um unclips one of the pouches. I think they have like two pretty sizable pouches, like one over each hip hanging from their work belt and tosses one over to Crick. And I think it is, there are as many explosives inside it as, as Ezra could fit.
0: You want me to drop these on the wall? Is that, is that the plan?
1: Only if you haven't got another choice. I'd rather keep it quiet for now, but if you get stuck, then yeah, have at it. Although, if you could hit that machinery and not anything else, that'd be grand.
0: I think, uh, like, Crick picks up his glider and, like, starts scaling a little higher on the hills. Right, so I'll make some noise. And if it looks like you're going to run into trouble, we blow stuff up. Uh, What are you doing?
1: I am. Is it. Do they just have the one ballista?
0: I think they've maybe got. Two of them.
1: Okay. Are they fairly close together or?
0: Let me make a roll. I enjoy, I haven't used fortune rolls all season then today. I'm like, yeah, let's just do it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, they're close together. I think when you look at the wall, I imagine there's like the long wall between the two cliffs. Mm -hmm. And like, I imagine half of it merges with like a a building that Mm -hmm. has like a flat roof and it almost goes backwards, if that makes sense. So, like, the wall becomes mm-hmm. one big platform, and I think the two blisters are on, are on those at the top.
1: Okay. I am going to head towards those, because I don't want Crick to try and destroy them, like, from the air, miss, and wreck the gateway, trapping all of us in here.
0: Yeah. And I guess the other thing you risk is, like, as soon as you start blowing stuff up.
1: It's not going to be great. Yeah. My, my ideal outcome is Ezra getting to them to quietly sabotage them so that when they try and fire them, it just does not work.
0: So how is Ezra getting to them?
1: On my legs, <laughs> just walking. I don't have any better plan.
0: You got prowl and stuff, right?
1: I've got prowl. Yeah, I walk sneakily.
0: Oh, you don't have prowl. Well, but yeah.
1: I could maybe climb the wall.
0: Hmm. Is that prowl again? Yeah. Mm. Everything's prowl, but you've got zero dice <laughs> in. But that doesn't mean you can't do it.
1: Yeah. So the thing is, I have no prowl. It's it's not ideal for me.
0: The idea behind blades is like even zero dice is fairly decent. You're still able to do this stuff. But you've got climbing equipment. Yeah, which will help if you want to take that.
1: But there there are stairs, you know, there are stairs up here. So.
2: (laughs) Ah, the coward's ladder, I see.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you know what? I'm going to smoke bomb the stairs and then just go up them. Because, like, the last time Ezra tried to do this, we kind of established they have some amount of control over how the smoke dissipates because it, it is theirs so I'm hoping I can make it just be like oh sure is misty now all of a sudden rather than like oh that was a smoke bomb
0: yeah I really like that so almost like mist sweeps across the walls
1: yeah like starting it slow and kind of manipulating it through the binding on like the bottle that it's in over maybe three or four minutes and then heading in
0: Okay. Um what do you want to use for this?
1: Ooh, I guess a tune. Okay. Yep.
0: Uh so I think this is just risky standard.
1: What if sorry, this is unnecessary but cool. Go ahead. What if, rather than manipulating it through binding, which I don't think Ezra is very good at necessarily, it's just a very narrow opening on a bottle and the bottle's in the back of like a little machine that just tootles down the wall. I like that. Like a little frog-sized machine. Yes. Yes.
0: Okay, so do you take a stress for that?
1: Uh, I would take a stress, yeah, for Ghost in the Machine.
0: Okay, uh, make your tune roll. And I guess it's up to you. If you want uh, Crick to be flying and helping you, you can add an extra dice for that.
1: Yeah, I think Crick is watching from high on the hillside and is ready to go if I get into trouble. That makes sense. This risky, controlled... Risky
0: standard. That's a four. Okay, so on a four you do it, but as a consequence, you suffer harm, a complication occurs, you have reduced effect, you end up in a desperate position. Um, so is this Ezra, like, moving through the fog to get to the machines?
1: Yeah, like, crawling up the stairs.
0: Yep. Um, I think you manage to to get to the the ballista there are probably people moving around you right like yeah there's lots of noise there's there's a lot of people i am i almost imagine you like hunched doing stuff while there are attendants like very nearby you are definitely not in a good position to do this and i think you will end up in a desperate position Mm-mm. um if you try and do anything okay but you managed to get to to the ballista what are you doing now you're here
1: I am using my saboteur move, I think, which is when you wreck the work is much quieter than it should be and the damage is hidden from casual inspection. So I think the idea that I had was Ezra spending a very hurried two minutes kind of examining all the parts of the machine that they can see and being like, what can I knock out of this that will stop it working properly? Mm, Yeah. Like what's what's one weak point that I can fairly quietly deal with
0: yeah i think that makes sense especially because like ballista are highly strung machines anyway so i think it's fairly easy to to do something to them to like wreck them but like let's make a roll and see how it goes (laughs) like the difficulty here is not ezra's ability to do that i don't think it's just ezra's ability to do that without getting spotted or caught or something else bad happening
1: yeah absolutely so i think this is a tinker
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, i'm just playing with it is this still risky standard?
0: Huh, I forgot Tinker was a skill. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, no, it's now desperate. You ended up in a desperate position.
1: Oh, I did, yes. Did. It's desperate, isn't it?
0: There were so many people around here, and like the mist is good lower down, but like you are huddled against this machine trying to break it while there are people moving around. Do you want to push yourself or Devil's Bargain?
1: Tell me what the Devil's Bargain would be.
0: I think the devil's bargain would be, as you're under one of these machines, probably, like, tinkering them from from underneath, uh, you spot that further along the wall, Kruna and Vincea Sinalo are here, they're they're inside.
1: Oh, that is a good devil's bargain. I'm going to take that.
0: They're acting on, I guess, their own agenda. They're probably helping you. It's probably good.
1: Uh, It doesn't feel like it, but, yeah, I'm going to take that, then, for an extra dice. That's another six, baby.
0: Goddamn. I thought you were rolling Tinker.
1: Changed my mind because it's um, carefully applied sabotage. I have less points in wreck than in Tinker, so.
0: That's what I said. That's like just taking the risky rolls. Okay, on a, six. on a six, you do it. Um, I think you managed to sabotage both of these machines. It takes you some time and it's probably very stressful doing this. Especially while you have to listen to, like, status talking below.
1: So stressful. I'm listening to status talking and watching Kruna with one eye, and it's just all awful. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, but you managed to, like, sabotage both this, these machines. Um, I think one of the things you noticed as you were, like, looking around is probably Crooner and Vinceya have gone into the building, too. This is, like, the building where Strau is garrisoned, and Polly still is at the minute. Okay. Do you go inside?
1: Oh, yeah, I guess. I wish there was some way to, to signal for Crick to come with me.
0: I mean, you can signal. What What would the signal be?
1: Yeah, that's the thing, because I don't want to alert everyone else to the fact that I'm here, you know? Just, just, just bird calls from the roof.
0: Bird calls, just like flashing light, I guess. I imagine Crick is in a position where he is watching you.
1: Yeah, that's true. He is specifically keeping an eye on me. Maybe it's just like a classic flashing a mirror a little bit yeah. if the lights come out enough for that to work.
0: The light, because it's dawn and embrace, is very hesitant and bold at the same time. It's mm. But you can definitely find a stream with which you can signal to Crick. I, I think it's more interesting for Crick to catch up to you and, and join you if that's what you want.
1: Yeah, would love to not go in by myself. Yeah. My protective little heart wants to go and find Ash, but um, I think very firmly in the list of things that deeply need doing that maybe no one else can do right now is finding some way to get this gate open so the prisoners the Nappers are releasing can get out to the other courtyard. Because I take it Status and Nilcat have not convinced the soldiers to open up the gates and
0: throw wide the arms of Brotherhood. Um. I think Nilcat is back out talking now. Do you wanna make another roll?
1: Yeah, let's let's It's going really well. It's going six well.
0: Okay, so that puts us on five out of eight. Friend, what's happening? This is this is I
1: don't know. Steve, I'm frightened. <laughs> this is
2: upsetting
0: me.
1: <laughs> I'm frightened and I don't know what's going on. So
0: yeah, I think Nilcat steps forward, stretches out all four of his arms in this kind of friendly gesture, and says Friends, I'll keep it brief, shall I, after all that. Unlike status, I'm not here to pontificate, nor am I here to appeal to some greater sense of revolutionary idealism. We all know the situation here. There are some of you in there who will never lay down your arms. You're loyal to Nimklad or the city or... Some greater sense of justice. And where your enemies. Always have been, always will be. Most of you though, I reckon, are weighing up things in your head. You know that you could probably side your arms with ours. And that, with all of you and all of us, we can take this place. Would win, might not even get too bloody. And you know that it's probably the right thing to do. The just thing to do. And you can feel... Fate ...pulling you to that path... ...but you can also feel... ...the thing holding you back... ...you're here... ...because... ...you're doing a job... ...you're looking out for yourself... ...and your families... ...and I can understand that... ...what that means is... you got a calculation to make... ...if we win this... ...even if we take this prison... ...liberate it... ...and the people inside for the revolution... What happens next? What repercussions will be brought down on our heads? I can't promise you that there won't be consequences. But what I can tell you is what's happening over those waves. Back in the city proper, we're marching. Thousands of us, filling every street in Marra, marching to the top of that hill. And when they get there, they're going to remove the council they're going to remove all of those who have held sway or the city's governance for too long. Those Nim Calads and Nim Shifts and Prilicents and dakers and instead they're going to appoint an assembly of the people who will rule the city according to the greater will of everyone. We'll ensure that you won't have to make this dreadful decision that you're making here again. When you want change, there will be a means to achieve it. When things are wrong, when the people employing you are wrong, you will be empowered to stand up. You will be protected from the repercussions that they would bring down. Today, this city becomes ours. Today, this city belongs to its people. Now, I'll give you some time to decide and discuss amongst yourselves but know that I hope more in my heart that you will join us that you will side with us today and whatever glorious future awaits embrace you will be there alongside me to walk into it and yeah i think the response is probably more silence there's probably some people watching but there's like no you know there's no immediate action here. i think Nilcat has definitely hit that thing on the head of, like, people inside are weighing things up. And I think after he's done, he... ...steps back?